0: The story is national news and she's like you know that guy that was the bachelor let's go talk to him and why I just, not
1: why not she's pulling her cards. she's, she's doing been in her prison thing. for what eight years and she did another do whatever the hell
0: she wants she gave some advice so they had asked her like what's some dating advice because she got a man to marry her while she was in prison what what's, a boss ass bitch what's the secret gypsy <laughs> what's and the she, secret sauce she's pretty much just said to be yourself and if you are the queen you're the queen you are, then your king will find you.
1: (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Stay Rooted with your hosts, Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair because you're attending the virtual mom support group.
0: Light your sage because we are going through it and growing through it. And And we're we're always rooting for you. Platform slippers. (laughs) Platform slippers. So... I really love them. I think that they're cute. I like that I can sl- like slip them on and walk out and put a little put together, but also feel like I'm wearing slippers. But the amount of times that I have almost rolled my ankle is starting to become like, I'm like, is this is this a cautionary tale? Like should I stop? You know, is this just not for
1: me? I honestly love that we have reverted back to the platform. Yes. Um, there's a very bold crock platform. <laughs> That is out there. So bold. Um, And like there's also those sneakers now like Converse has it that they almost look like the old, remember candies? Yes, of course. I'm so out of touch that I don't even know what
0: to call things. But you know those like bulky, rubbery looking things that people wear too? Like they're just wild. People are wearing vessels on their feet. Oh, those are fun.
1: Those are like your cartoon. Yes. The ones that just look like a fun shape. Like you look like a a Girl villain. I love those. You're like, where are you going? Those are funsies. Take off. (laughs) Put them on my wish list. Absolutely. But I do, yeah, the platform is definitely dicey. I'm wearing, because you're talking about like the UGG ones, right? The UGG. Yes, like There they are. You know. (laughs) I'm wearing the bear paw version. Yeah, I'm wearing the whatever those are version. But I don't have like a platform. I only have like a half inch little sole because I can't handle a platform.
0: And it's like, I do like it, but then sometimes like I'll be in the zone, you know, I'm walking through the yard. I'm not on leveled ground. And I'm going a little faster than I should. And all of a sudden, my ankle is like, boop. And it just, like, goes out to the side. And I'm like... That could be really bad, like, for me. <laughs>
1: You're a newborn deer in the <laughs> yeah, snow. Yeah, exactly. Experiencing her first snow. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's, that's exactly what it's giving. Um, but I wanted to bring something up that happened this week that was super exciting. Um, but I'll start off by saying I was talking to Nora today, and, like, I usually mention to her if I'm going to go record, even though, like, usually it's after she goes to bed, so she wouldn't know the difference, but... She knows we have a podcast. She doesn't listen to it. She's listened to like clips that I've let her hear you know little bits and pieces I may say long
1: enough for her to be like put the Barbie song yeah, on." yeah but like
0: she can't listen to this whole thing because it's not for her okay it's yeah. not for her so We've I was like that I was talking to her and I was like is there anything like that you are you okay with me talking about this and she goes do you ever talk about us on the podcast I'm like girl you don't even know I talk about you all the time <laughs>
1: I think it's none of your business but since you asked yes, yes. since you asked
0: yes I absolutely do. But what I wanted to say about Nora is that she was awarded with the student of the month and she had an assembly and I went to it yesterday and um, the theme of the month, they have a theme every month and this month it was positivity. I love that. So it was just a really cool moment and um, the thing that sucked was that Luke happened to start a new job the day that Nora had this assembly. Mm -hmm. So... You know, there is mom guilt and there is dad guilt. And he was having some serious just human guilt because he wanted to be there so bad. But but I spoke with you about
1: that, that like Kenny is is well versed in missing the daytime assembly activity. If you don't have that flexibility. They are timed in a way that is. Poorly. Yes. 930. not, Not attainable. Yeah. I love, you like, know? the 10.45. Like, who yeah. is getting a break at 10.45? And what am I going to do before that? And then how much time do I have after?
0: And so a lot just... of the
1: time, like, the thing that you're trying to coordinate to get out for so, is, like, one minute. Yeah, Like, we all know it was exactly. one minute. So... <laughs> But it's a glorious minute, nonetheless. And so Luke couldn't come. So he was super
0: bummed about that. And Nora was too. But I have a really awesome family that stepped up and all either went in late to work or left for a little bit to come see it. And they came and we all cheered her on as she got her award. And it was just the sweetest thing. And it was just one of those cool moments where I was like, I am really proud of this human that I made. And like... Nora really is such a positive kid. Like, don't get me wrong. She definitely has her moments of, like, being a six-year-old sass. But in her core, she is just such, like, a light in our life. So like to see that being seen there just meant a lot. And I was just so proud of her and I wanted to just bring it up because it was really cool.
1: I love that. And I love people that can fill in the cracks when when it need be. Like I always say that it's important for – Lennon to see somebody out there when she makes an achievement or when she's doing something she loves. Somebody that's supporting her. But it's very like main character for me to feel like it always needs to be me. Yes. Because she... And that's also
0: the only time I get FOMO is when it comes to my kids' things.
1: Absolutely. And then you think about it and you're like, she was so happy to have... The people that could be there, yes. there that she's not really thinking about who wasn't there. Yeah, she's just thinking about the moment and who was there, and you can still totally celebrate in that. Absolutely, you know, as a group. But absolutely, I'm proud of our girl, and she too. is a positive baby. She is, but not on the topic of her. Of course not. There has been a new sensation in my home. What is that? It is <laughs> something that's very big in a nostalgia realm, but. We have been watching a lot of Bob Ross. Oh. So if you have a Samsung television and no cable, then you know there is something <laughs> called Samsung TV. And it makes like these really, I think I've already said like wild and out Yeah, Nick Cannon got me through. coming out with some deep cuts, much like a lot of other women like Nick Cannon got me through my postpartum time. If there's one thing about him, he's going to be there for you. He's going to support you. Postpartum. He's going to be there for you. He's going to make every holiday photo and he shows up. So, well, absolutely, times. absolutely, <laughs> in a different sweater. But we found a new channel because we couldn't watch any more Nick Cannon or Tiny House Nation. There's so only we, so much. We landed on a new channel and it's the Bob Ross channel. Ooh. It's Painting with Bob Ross. Oh my God. And I have had this on as a background show. Like const- like Bob Ross has been my white noise to the point oh my that God. my family is engaging. So at first they ignored me, they isolated yeah. me. Like, they maybe said, "If we don't pay attention, that it'll crazy stop. woman's watching shit from the '80s again. She needs a minute. Like, just don't look at her." Yeah, they're like, "This is just like the time she tried to watch <laughs> us make us watch the Flintstones." You're <laughs> like, "I swear it's still good," but so I had on Bob Ross, and then you know the baby's starting to look at it once in a while, and. Then Lennon's like, isn't that the guy that I bought you bookmarks of? And I'm like, yeah, it's Bob Ross. So I'm, I'm telling her the premise of it. Now, me and my husband have started watching it together. Oh, my God. And now we have this new little bit that we're watching Bob Ross paint in 1986. <laughs> and if you don't know who As Bob Ross does, is, like. Then look him up. Stop. What planet are you from?
0: (laughs) If a picture doesn't immediately
1: come to your mind, but he's such a big like nostalgia icon, but I don't think a lot of people actually watched. Or or currently, well, I don't know how no. many current watchers. I don't we think have. he's mainstream. I think he's iconic. But yes, he's very iconic, and like he was very expressive about his paintings. And his whole thing about his paintings is that like anyone can paint. Like it's happy yeah. little accidents. It's yeah, a happy cloud. happy little tree. And he literally just makes like these weird little zigzags, and like he like like just dabs it on, and then bam, it's a whole fucking oh my scene. God. Of course it is. So we <laughs> now have this little bit where we're like. I bet you he's going to make a happy tree next. Yeah. I bet you a tree's going to go right there. We made a little game of it. We're, like, trying to anticipate what Bob is going to paint (laughs) next. I love that. And we are finding ourselves, like, so captivated by it that yesterday we had alone time with the baby, which— Feels like a lone time yeah. when you get You're like, no This alone is as time. close as it's gonna get. You're like the one that has some logic less, less words left. Yes. So at least we're just with the one. This one line. naps sometimes. Yeah, she's not gonna catch on. Yeah. We watched Bob Ross the whole time. <laughs> we watched from a fresh canvas. Because oh. he does them in episodes. Oh. So he tells you at the end of the episode, like, next week we're gonna have a fresh canvas. Yes. <laughs> After you watch it, do you feel like you are
0: able to do it? Is that the point of it? Because I don't think I've watched it through. Like so, I've seen
1: clips. I have a Bob Ross theory okay. okay so this is 1980 something yeah like that's where we're dealing with time period I have a theory that whoever invented painting with a splash yeah was just home drinking wine watching Bob Ross watching Bob Ross week to week and said you know so what it's I like can instructional do this. kind it's of instructional it's beginner he like and if you're like He has this like big ass clear palette. Yes. Iconic. Oh, it's so iconic. And it's a Halloween has, costume. He has a Bob Ross paint set. You know, so, uh, like, put it on my wish list. Of course. With those weird red yes. foam shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's just been, it's been the thing.
0: But then, like, I get that thing where, like, you know, you get that thing in your head where you see something and you're like, I can do that. You're like, I could do that.
1: And he gives you the spirit. So
0: that's, I think that could be, I think that could be good and it could be dangerous for me.
1: And it's mostly landscape. And for my Michael's budget. I honestly don't know how many canvas paintings you need of, like, various wintry landscapes. Right, but but I'd like to know that I could. Like, if put to the test. if you never buy a canvas and you just listen to the sweet, sweet sounds of Bob Ross, it's enough. It's enough. It's worth buying a Samsung TV. (laughs) I
0: appreciate that, and I love that. Um, I wanted to bring up, so... Do you remember that I had said that for my birthday that I wanted a book nook or Christmas? One of the two. Yes. My brother Lava got me one. I
1: know. I and know. he got me How's the greenhouse one. So
0: it's going good. But today I got a birthday package from my older sister. So my older sister lives in Florida. So I don't get to see her as much as I do my younger sister. But she always finds a way to make me feel like she's thinking about me or just to make me know that, like, We're far apart, but like not where it counts. And she she is a Rudy she and is. she listens and she sent me a different book nug. Aww. It was like a little she magic shop one. She sent that one for me. Yes. <laughs> I thought it, it might have said, yeah, she sent that and the chocolate brownie batter hummus. Um, also for me. <laughs> also for you. But I was like, it really made my day because first of all, I love getting a package. You know this. Yes. And I saw it but I hadn't ordered something of that box size so I was like, oh, this is for you, Luke, not even noticing. And then he was like, no, it's for you. That is so fun. And I was so like, fun. it's for me. I love it. And that. I was so happy. So that was just a little pick me up that I got today. So now you have a greenhouse and
1: then what? And a did magic she you? shop. A magic yeah, shop. Yeah. You're, you're going to have a
0: little village. I'm going to have a little village. And she was like, I hope that's not the one that you already had. And I was like, no, this is literally the other one I had in this my cart. This is the one I
1: needed. This is this the, is one, the I one I needed and you knew it. Needed. Like, thank you so much. I love that. I love that. And as a multi passionate, Generalist, yes, as well. Amen. I have slithered down a new path. Where are you going? It's not a book now. Carrie hasn't sent me mine yet. It's (laughs) on its way. That was probably mine. I'm going to
0: send you her address (laughs) because I think you lost it. (laughs)
1: No, I have one in my cart, but I keep putting it in save for later. I'm no. like, like when is it going to make sense to spend twenty seven dollars on these wooden fairies? Today, maybe tonight. <laughs> we'll see. It's getting late. I'm getting you irrational. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. But that's not where I'm going yet. Not I'm yet. Sure I'll pivot soon. The night is young. And so far, I'm starting a new hobby, and by starting it, I mean I ordered it tonight. Don't say it's crochet. It's crocheted stuffed animals.
0: Okay, because that's where I've been wanting to go, so I have to order it yesterday. So, have now. you watched people on the internet do it? And it's like- all I do. Do you follow Karen Joy, the maximalist? F-
1: Maybe. Of all,
0: she makes the maximalist. The maximalist. She puts crayons on her walls and she has cereal bowls on her walls. Oh, yes. She has cereal bowls has on her walls. She has cereal And she makes her. the
1: cutest crochet animals. So I would, I want to go with you. I haven't started yet. I've ordered a hippo and then I feel as though I have to do a duck little kit. for Alaska. There's kits. Okay. So I'm easing g- in with a kit. Cause like, can I show you the I'm kit? I'm not a crazy my, person. I have
0: a kit in my cart right now and I'm going to show Lauren because I know she's going to tell me I need it. Like, if there's one thing that I know you're good for, it's to tell me to add it to my car.
1: I saw that one and I was like you know what when I get good when she heals I'll make stuff the chicken the crocheted chicken a chicken with a basket with assorted eggs the Donnies would love to put the, those in and out in and, and out of the that thing
0: bowl. about me is sometimes I like getting stuffed animals just because I like stuffed animals and I think that might be weird to say out loud but I'm like my kid needs this stuffed animal but really I just like stuffed animals
1: they're cute they're absolutely they're, cute. they're nice to but squeeze cute. but like
0: I could picture myself having like my own chicken stuffed animal and just having one like if is that okay? And then like, if you
1: crochet them you can collect them because you've made them. Because
0: I've made them. it's not, Yeah, it's different. So Thank let's you. go on that journey together.
1: Absolutely. I'll
0: get my book $17. Yeah, I think... You get a book nook I'll get this and if you, if you want to go down this path with us add to cart. Add <laughs> to cart. Add to cart. Just do it. Just do it. We don't
1: have to do it for long. We can abandon it soon. Yeah,
0: absolutely. We'll just try it and if we don't like it we don't like it. <laughs> um, so... One thing about Luke and I is that when we started dating, we were in college, and he was, I think he was like 22 and I was 20, and so we weren't living together or anything at the time. We were living at school, but during the summer break, we would go visit each other, and whenever I would go to his house, we would make calzones and for some reason like we still do homemade pizzas but we haven't really done calzones for a while so tonight we were like you know what let's get back to our roots and let's make those calzones and so we did that kind of tonight together as a family and it was just very nostalgic and very sweet like just going through our motions doing our little fork rims around the edges and brushing the top and it was just like it was one of those little things where I was like this feels like a little bit of remembering us, and I think, like, that's something that is hard to do when you're a parent. Sometimes it's hard to remember... The us before kids, oh, yeah, and just one of those like little things that you could include them with, but also still is kind of just like makes you two have an inside
1: moment together. Was kind of cool, so, I love that. I, yeah. yeah, we are big build your own pizza, yeah, family because I feel like it's just something that's engaging. It so is. I love that you guys had your little, and it's never gonna come out comment. bad. No, you no, know? even if it comes out bad, it's still like it's the so worst pizza is still. You know,
0: I'm not going to bring it up right now because we've already talked about it, but we've had a moment.
1: Not on the topic of that. Of course not. I have something to say to you. Say it. So, I am back on my banana bread bullshit. Uh-oh. I know. I know. And watch out if True I warning stuff. If I break out an apron, call the Then for I help. have to break out call an for apron. Help, but I and I feel as though this is what led us down our bread path last time. We were feeling a little inward. And now I'm working from home. It and you was, know that I could have dough rising. It was winter. We were like, we need to, you know, so we need to supply it's time. the bread for the family. It's time. So I was just like, what can I make with these three overripe bananas and some flour? I can just throw this together. <laughs> what, this what's this a girl to thing. do? What's a girl to do? And then tomorrow when I hand like half a loaf to my mother and I'm like, I'm supplying your home with Stop banana bread. It. You know I'm gonna be running to make a sourdough. Don't forget
0: to stop at my house. Running. I
1: know. Okay, well
0: now you've said it and you've said it and you know the the turn of events that will carry on from here will be a
1: result of you saying this. So it's here. And there's one fun thing about when you're baking season. When you're baking, you just like you're also scrolling. So it's like productive, it's productive doom scrolling. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was productive doom scrolling while my bed was my bread, my bed bread. Yes, your bed. I found a really, I found a really fun TikTok (laughs) (laughs) while you and your brother lover were making (laughs) calzones. Calzones, yes. I found a really like nice TikTok because I feel like with this season, like you're inward, and we're trying to romanticize that by fucking baking bread and absolutely building little fairy huts in between our books. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to feel something. Yeah, but on the outside of your home, where it feels less safe. I feel like I get this terrible imposter syndrome and I've talked about it before where it's so easy to think that everything you're doing is being seen in a negative light by everyone around you. It's It's mostly just your head oh my goodness so I saw this wonderful TikTok and then I saw like a meme later that day because the internet algorithms were yeah. like you need this Yeah, we saw the banana bread in, <laughs> in the oven
0: we you saw ain't okay your FBI agent sent us your Shaw's receipt and we're worried
1: about you they are like more heartfelt memes yes, your way yes, <laughs> yes so I saw that and it just said like There are people that are talking good behind your back. Yes. And I thought we needed to tell this to the Rudies. You know, like, there are people conspiring to help you. Yes. Right? There are people that are rooting for you that aren't even telling you that they're rooting for you. Silently.
0: A hundred percent. I talk good behind your back.
1: I talk good behind your
0: back about you. And, like, I talk good about all of my loved people in my life behind their back. And, like, I think that's such a good thing to hear. It's, like, it might seem so obvious, but then you hear it and you're
1: like, oh, shit. And you leave a room in the, for me, like, especially, like I said, like, the seasonal slump just throws me into this feeling further because you're more isolated. It's natural. You're grasping at
0: sourdough.
1: So you think of the last interactions you had with people and you're like, how did they receive that? Are they okay with that? Are they okay with me? Did they think I sounded silly? Did I do something stupid? Yes. And it's like, maybe they were just like, what a nice gal. Absolutely. You know, and then they didn't say anything else about you because they have their own fucking monologue.
0: A hundred percent. And the winter is good for making you over reflect because we're just stuck inside so much more than we are at other times of the year. So it's easy to get in your head about things because you just have more time to do that inside. So it's like I think in this time of year, especially we need to like keep reminding ourselves that like. Those voices can get loud in your head, but that doesn't mean that it's true.
1: Exactly. Like, your brain is just a rude whore, and she's Absolutely. detoxing from vitamin D.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> she, she is. She's trying her best. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, you watch a lot of Barbie movie with your family when your daughter just out of nowhere goes, I would never brewski beer somebody. Oh <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I love that hot take, and I completely agree. I would never brew ski beer somebody. That's fair.
1: Yeah. That's so absolutely fair. I was fair. really liking
0: her bringing her Barbie energy into the real life because, as you know, it's a big riding to car, riding to school song. It's a big after-school comfort movie.
1: It just gives all the
0: things that we need.
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely. And my one-and-a-half-year-old lives by it yeah. to the point that I'm like, I don't think that's okay. But no. she'll sing, that's my Barbie. And, and then, that bam, is her Barbie. It's on. Absolutely. Margot Robbie for everyone. And today, actually... We watched it, me and her. I love that. But um I was while we were watching it, I snuck her a healthy snack. Uh oh. And my Donnie, like the little ones, they'll eat anything. Yeah. They're it like wellness isn't really They're a thing. They're gonna at least put it in their mouth. Yeah, and then they'll put way too much of it in their mouth and then do that like mm, a little throw thing. up. Yeah, yeah, like just let it run down their face. It's really charming. But, But I was thinking about a Call Your Moms that we had come in about, like, innocent lies that you tell your children. And I realize now in this phase where she's not a potato, but she's not – you know, somebody that hurts my feelings yet yes. too hard. Like yeah. intentionally, you know. Yes. <laughs> she hurts only mine. for food. She hurts my feelings. <laughs> let's get only that Only by true. her own endangerment. Let the record show. <laughs> yeah. But she's not doing it in a really verbal, sassy six year old way. No. We're not talking It's different. Right. Yeah. So so I'm like, I'm just gonna innocently lie to her on this one. Yes. I'm gonna tell her that these very, very small cut up chips, yes. I mean cut up apple is chips.
0: Oh. It's chips. Uh oh. What is
1: this? It's chips.
0: Apple chips.
1: Right? It's just me and her. We're just enjoying a bowl of chips. Yeah, so Ooh,
0: sweet chips.
1: So now it's it's at the part where Ken's so, about to crash into that wave. She's emotional as always. She's a little
0: distracted. I will
1: give you an update that she has learned to cope a little bit. Like she doesn't is cry she anymore. It? She goes, "Oh no, oh no, oh no."
0: Like, Honestly, Lasky gives the best movie feedback ever.
1: <laughs> she's an she's an avid movie watcher. She absolutely is. Probably all those construction paper tickets yes. I made. Yes, <laughs> really razzing around. So it's at that point, and I just you know you know when you want to feed your kids a snack, but like you're not bringing too, it's not gushers, yeah. So you're not bringing too much attention to it. Absolutely, not that I feed my one and a half year old gushers. You're just
0: like placing a bowl by them, but then honestly, one of the pro tips, which like I think a lot of moms have this figured out, the key to getting your kid to eat something that they might not want to eat is pretending that you want it first. Oh
1: my goodness! So I'm like, these chips are so good. She's like, Mama. Yeah, chips. so good. Chips, mm, Yeah, chips, mm, chips. honestly. Chips, more chips, more chips. Yeah, more mm. chips, more ch- That woman ate an entire apple. Lukey is so
0: good for that. Like, I'll give him something. He pushes it away. He says, no, thank you. Yeah.
1: I'm, and I'm, I'm like, like, oh,
0: okay. I'm just going to go put the same exact food on my plate and start eating it. And all of a sudden he walks over and he's like, hmm. And I'm like, how dare you? Yes. Now I'm going to wind up eating your cold ass plate over there that had the same exact shit.
1: And you're going to eat mine? But that's why I've just, like, I've decided we have a communal plate. Like, That's the thing. I am the mother lion and I have to share the... Carcass that I have, with absolutely. The little ones, I think, and that's the only way you get them to eat. Absolutely. So we and bo- we enjoyed a nice bowl of chips. I love that, and she was none the wiser. I had a um, I had a nice. I, so we've been talking about just like being
0: there for moms. That's this whole thing. We want to be there for moms. We want to support moms. We know that this is hard. Any little thing that we can do or pump somebody up, up means a lot, and. The other day, I was dropping Lukey off at school, and another mom was dropping her son off at school too. And he's newer to the school, and he's also he's might be pre-verbal, but limited speech, and just kind of like a similar kind of kid to Lukey. And they, she came over to me, and we were just talking about how, like, she was saying she was worried because her son was out sick so much, and I was like, "Oh my God, my son was out like you know this many days last trimester, like." His immune system definitely kicked in more this year. Like, it will get better. And then we just started relating. And I was saying, like, it's really hard because he is, like, you know, a bloodhound when it comes to me putting medication in any kind of way Mm -hmm. to sneak it into his diet. And that's, like, I think a common thing, especially for, like, um, parents of kids with autism, that I think we have a big commonality. It's really hard to give your kid medicine when they're super sensory sensitive. So... We were talking about that and she was like, you know, I found this really good brand and like he doesn't seem to notice it in his food and it's given me really good luck. It's homeopathic and... She told me about it, and I was like, that. you know, that was such a nice conversation. Like, it was nice to just feel, like, seen by somebody, just a little conversation in my day. Well, I come back, you know, in the afternoon to pick Lukey up, and I'm waiting in line, and I'm honestly huddled in my jacket because it's zero degrees, and the wind is killing my face. So I'm not really looking around. I'm just huddled in my jacket. Yep. And someone taps me on the shoulder, and it's the mom that I was speaking to earlier in the morning, and she had cut off the label from the medicine. Aww. And she had brought it for me. I mean, she was like, I know how hard it is to find this. And like, I thought that, you know, if I brought it, then you'd have an easier time. And it was just that little gesture that was like one of those connecting moments. That's like, you know, if we just slow down for one second and try to connect with each other and make each other feel heard in a little way, it really goes a long way. Because here I am thinking about it hours later and how that was just like a comforting, thoughtful gesture. And it made me feel thought of and it made me feel... You know, like, I'm not going through this crazy shit alone.
1: Absolutely. And she wanted you to feel supported, and I love that. I love that in a person. I feel like I watch other people and how they're there for the people around them, and that's what, like, draws you to that person. Of course. Makes them a real Felix. (laughs) Absolutely, A <laughs> but, real sunbeam. <laughs> but honestly, I love that. And not on yeah. the topic of that because I was isolated in my home by myself all oh my day. God, you were baking bread. Baking I had bed. no meaningful, a slave to the kitchen. <laughs> I had no meaningful connections oh my such God. as that. But I did re-listen to our last week's episode for the second time today. Yes. And I mean, I think that I can speak for all of mankind when I say that listening to yourself back never gets easier a
0: form of self-torture it's a say. cringy
1: experience but you have to do it you
0: have to and you have to know what the, you say because you forget when you leave <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you literally don't you're like
0: that wasn't that bad there's phases of post-recording there's the you know that was pretty good we're walking out we're on a high then you're in your car driving home and you're like what did i say and then the next morning i'm like lauren what did i do
1: you're like, can you listen back around 20 minutes yeah. like <laughs> Did I say something I'm like, really did I cringing? say something really bad or is that just me? So I do want to address something that yes. I said last week because every once in a while I'll get hung up and I'll get out of my head. And this one, I, I didn't come out of my head. So mm. I wanted to address it. Sure. So last week... In the episode, I referenced a diagnosis as, like, a characteristic, Mm -hmm. which is something I historically dislike. Yes. Which, like, spoiler alert, this is not scripted, and therefore we just, like, say shit we don't mean sometimes. And like we said, you know, you can get in the car after hanging out with your friend. And
0: overthink it. And
1: overthink it, but nobody else hears it. Absolutely. Here at Stay Rooted Incorporated, we decided we were going to invite everybody to this support. Yes. You know, support group. Absolutely. So... I said that and I was like, and the diagnosis I used was schizophrenic. And of course, like you all, like, we are unprogramming ourselves from the shit that they told us it was okay to say. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and... And being somebody
0: who can come up, listen to themselves and say, I didn't really like how I said that is
1: honestly... All that I expect out of anybody in the world, and all that I hope for—that's how I feel. And I feel like if I if I grow from that, then great. And if I slip up again, probably, absolutely. (laughs) I I just wanted to perfect humans. So on the topic of wanting to address it, now I'm in my kitchen, and I'm like, well, then why why do I do that? Like why. How could I have better articulated that I quite literally have the ability to just have this like this two-sided conversation with myself? Yes. So I'm now laughing at myself because I'm like, it's fucking fight club.
0: Literally. I'm like, I It always comes back to Fight Club, does it not?
1: In my kitchen right now, like I am having this fake hallucination where there is just like oiled up, like fur jacket me, smoking a cigarette on the other side of the island. She's like, you dumb bitch. It's, um, oh my god. It's, what's her name? Lisa. It's Lisa. <laughs> it's Angelina Jolie. It's Angelina Jolie. And I'm like, that is why I can do that. Yes. I'm not schizophrenic. I'm just obsessed with a yes. movie about it. Yes.
0: See, I love this, and I think this is so important because we are always going to trip up. I've 100% said things that I, you know, I'm like, why did I say it that way? I wish I had said it that way. But like you said, we're recording this, we're saying things, and there are things Things that we are unlearning every day. Yeah, like, and I'm willing to listen to myself more than once. Yeah, to be like, am I okay with how that came out, and is it how I meant it, and do I want to rephrase it? And
1: and I feel like it proves to the Rudys that like I want to grow. Absolutely. Too. I'm not here to just. I'm not here watering you. I'm no. pouring the can on myself absolutely. as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I I appreciate that so much, and I think that's really, really, really cool to say. So I love that. And I'm sorry you had to listen to yourself twice. Nobody wants to do that.
1: And to no other human I know but I'm a like, one and a so half sorry. year old. <laughs> yeah
0: um so on the topic of not that
1: <laughs> thank goodness Gypsy
0: Rose Oh my Gypsy God. Rose she's what everywhere star. what a star and I have
1: to say it's almost st- like she killed her mom for so, fame or something the star
0: so <laughs> I have fallen into the hole of watching some of her interviews because it's it's interesting. okay? She's a
1: poised woman she for like is. just leaving
0: prison. So first of all, she did one interview and it was with I think it was with Girl with No Job and she asked her, so apparently Gypsy is a major Taylor Swift fan, okay? Yes. And, and Harry so, Potter fan. And Harry Potter fan. You know, these millennials maybe have she, things in common. She, maybe she's maybe a Rudy. She come on here. <laughs> maybe she's a Rudy. Well the
1: you're thing You're invited, Gypsy. You're
0: invited, Gypsy. We will absolutely pull up a chair for you and hear your side. Yes, But so they asked her, what's your favorite Taylor Swift album? And she said, Midnight's, which is her most recent album. And she goes, what's your favorite song on the album? Do you know what Gypsy said? What did she say? Karma. (laughs) And I was like, she, she, you know, the stars... They are just like us, and Gypsy is so relatable in a way that she is not, but she is, and another thing that I thought was so funny, so I know that you are new to Bachelor Nation, yes. but there is somebody who's very old to it, and his name is Nick Vial, and he has a podcast, so I did a little- Is he the
1: first Bachelor?
0: He's not the first Bachelor, but it was from probably like a decade ago, and he's been on a bunch of shows, but he has a podcast, and- she went on it. And I think it just goes to show that deep down, she's just like a 30 something year old girl who probably watched the season before he went into jail. And she's like, you know what, I'm gonna go on that podcast. And I'm like, (laughs) like, I want to talk to him. Like her story is national news. And she's like, you know, that guy that was the bachelor, let's go talk to him. And why just, not? Why not? She's pulling her
1: cards. She's, she's doing been in her prison thing. for what, eight years? And she did or another. She'll do whatever
0: business. the hell she wants. She gave some advice, so they had asked her, like, what's some dating advice? Because she got a man to marry her while she was in prison. What what's, a boss ass bitch. What's the secret, Gypsy? <laughs> what's and the she, secret sauce? She's pretty much just said to be yourself, and if you are the queen you are, then your king will find you. <laughs> even
1: if you're locked up in a tower. So
0: I'm on Gypsy Talk right now. I love this to say. So
1: because she keeps doing these unhinged interviews yeah. with whoever, you know, maybe us next. They <laughs> keep finding these little like pearls of like information about her and yes. then and then making them into like Little clickbait, yes. So one of the clickbaits I saw today was that she said if they make any more movies about her because she's a star, she's a star, <laughs> she's a star <laughs> in her own respect, absolutely. Uh, she'd like Millie Bob Bobby Brown to play her to play her, and I was like, me too. Yeah, honestly, if they make a movie about me, same
0: Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> and I love that for Gypsy, and I love that 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 she has a vision. Um, I don't know that that's who I would have chosen, but I respect her artwork and I respect her vision.
1: And I respect her living her own truth.
0: Yeah, she's like, if you want it, then get me Millie Bobby Brown or nothing.
1: And this woman, like is acting like like she's just like I get paranoid <laughs> you're making in a demands. parking lot and this woman is out in Times Square just saying big ass bullshit she's out in these Instagram comments
0: talking about that fire D like we said like she is out here like
1: she is an alpha
0: she absolutely she is she was running
1: the gangs in prison she absolutely was she wasn't was. letting them with run with a her. smile
0: on her face
1: and I'm so glad that you brought up the golden bachelor <laughs>
0: absolutely we had to touch upon it
1: we have to touch all over yeah. So I am not from Bachelor Nation, as I have made very clear. Right. I jumped on for the golden. Yes. Um. And what a time to jump on! And the golden wedding. Does this is this happen? Like does no. this happen for every wedding? No, no, I was no. Like, do I miss these televised events?
0: No, this is. De- I mean, they do some things, but this is definitely an event that they are playing up for a little extra kick. You okay. know, it but felt
1: like, fancy.
0: It felt fancy, and there were a lot of like bachelor alumni in the background that I definitely. Recognize, like, they showed up. And it, I thought it was funny how, like, half of the audience is, like, their families and the other half is, like, Bachelor Nations of, like, through the
1: years. <laughs> Honestly, I have so much to say about Teresa's daughter's faces. Oh, my God. Because okay. I can't tell... I can't tell where she stands, but I know that she can't control what her eyebrows do.
0: (laughs) Teresa's daughter is giving Alexis Rose.
1: Yes. Is she not? Yes. And I feel as though she's really giving. David? She's (laughs) really giving like a cat in performance where she's like, we're just doing this and we're going to do it with a smile. Absolutely. And I don't know if she likes it or not, but I I can't tell either. She like loves her mom,
0: but you can't tell where she stands with anything else. And and I'm pretty
1: sure her sons
0: have no idea who Gary is.
1: No, absolutely. They're just, like, ordered to sit at that picnic (laughs) table And, like, they barely
0: showed them in the background to, like, Luke was like, is there a guy over there? I was like, I don't know. They're not showing anybody else. It was just, like, but first of all, can we just say, Kathy was out there working the event. She was doing the
1: narration. I can't believe they gave Kathy a mic. And then she was like, I can't believe they gave me a microphone. I can't believe Kathy and her are, like, BFFs. Her and Susan and the three
0: of them. Like, who would have... Who saw that coming?
1: And I love that everyone that Kathy interviews, like, approaches her like, like, like the boomer at work that you're like oh no here she is she's got the floor again Yeah. We don't know what she's gonna I mean, everyone's like ducking
0: under tables and shit when she walks around and we're like this is who's hosting
1: and they're like you're so silly every time she says something outlandish about like she really wanted to steal everybody's husband or boyfriend yes. it was very like yes. that was her bitch like oh, he's yeah. coming with me I know and, and she everybody was like here we go again she Kathy. wouldn't let
0: it go like every time that you were like oh that's probably the last time she'll make that joke she was like one more time <laughs> (laughs) And I was like, okay. And her trail
1: went really far away from the table every time. But I did love that she was there. And I loved the Amazon registry plugs because like Amazon needs that question
0: mark. Every time they would like turn to the camera a little bit and they'd be like on Amazon and then they just like I bought it from the Amazon. Registry. Registry.
1: Like Link below. Do people not know about Jeff? Is I mean, Jeff learning? Like, like, Jeff doesn't need this. He's like 70 and over, I believe. We got need
0: him. this. I've got him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's just trying to get that last bit of the market. Like, relax, Jeff.
1: But, but on, and, on it, Susan? I literally have, like, this is a lot written down because that was a lot. one of my notes.
0: It was a lot. But Susan? I love her.
1: She's the one that looks like. Uh, Chris Kris- Jenner, yeah, yes, she, I love her too. Yes, I. Do I don't too. think that she needed to officiate the wedding.
0: I don't either. But it also didn't seem like it was her first time question mark because
1: she went oh, out no. there off book. That was her. Um, that was her job description when she was in was the it? Golden Bachelor. Officiant. Okay,
0: that makes so
1: much more sense
0: now in hindsight because I'm like okay, this bitch is well rehearsed. Like, yeah. she was no, off but I'm glad
1: they did that because that's obviously, like, what she does. But that at the makes same sense. time, I'm like, she dated this man. Yes,
0: but it's weird. Like, there is this kind of weird thing in Bachelor Nation where they, like, date each other and then they're just all hanging out together. Like I know. And these people, the Goldens, they're just adopting the lifestyle. They're like, hey, we're here too. Like, we're here to party. Like, when Leslie was there. When
1: you don't give full context, it sounds like a cult.
0: It truly does, and maybe <sighs> it is. And who is Leslie? It either sounds like a cult or an orgy. <laughs> oh, or Leslie G. was the runner-up. <laughs> yeah, up, right? Les, Leslie came in her revenge dress.
1: I know, and then that handsome young boy came up to her and was like, save me a dance. Oh, do yes. he is.
0: You don't. His name is Ben Higgins, but don't worry about it, Lauren. There's too many seasons to catch you up on.
1: I love that they had um, the two first Bachelor and Bachelorette yes. winner. Like, um, Trista
0: and Ryan and um, I forget the other ones, but yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I loved the whole thing. I thought it was a little tacky that that couple got engaged Yes, on the... And honestly, ugh,
0: so you don't didn't Don't get watch, engaged
1: at somebody else's you, no, wedding. No, that is
0: tacky. You didn't watch Paradise while Golden was on, right? You just watched Golden...
1: Once in a while, I let it bleed over So Brayden was from Paradise. I did. I love his earrings.
0: I do, too. He definitely has charisma, but he also has that energy of, like, I'm going to marry the next person that talks to me. Yeah. And so, like... Oh,
1: he's a big golden retriever.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's charming, but he's a little, you know, quick to jump the gun. And that was just... That was a little bizarre. Like, good for them, I guess. But I was kind of like, now...
1: Did they just get together?
0: So he left the show, I think, by himself, and they started dating within the last, like, six months. Yeah. So so he's a little trigger happy.
1: Yes, absolutely. I feel. But he was like, you know how they're going to get to talk about us? Yeah. Right now. Right here. You right want to televise wedding, baby? But that was
0: awkward. They were like, I don't know. I didn't know if she knew it was coming. It oh, was just, no. Like, there was a
1: part where there were like the, the women in the in the corner were holding her arm and she was hugging him and it just felt like so much was happening. Yeah,
0: that was a bit overwhelming because I get like the secondhand embarrassment. So like when that started to feel a little awkward, I felt a little awkward. <laughs> I was like, we can fast forward now and we, we can, can go to the next. back to Kathy.
1: But uh, I did love the boudoir shoots for, I did too. for the golden women. Yes. Because I felt like that was really empowering and really important. Absolutely. Um, and, and I, I th- love
0: how differently that all of the women like felt about it, which was so hilarious Who's to the see? one that loves pickleball? All um that was was that not Susan? That was uh, what was her name? The blonde the blonde yes, woman. Yes. I
1: can't think of her name right she now. She did not enjoy it, but the other woman was like pretending that she was talking Denzel. to Denzel
0: Sandra. Sandra. Sandra's Sandra was a riot.
1: Unhinged. Sandra.
0: Goes hard. She was bleeped out for the majority of the time that she was on screen. And she was like, I will say it again. Like, I will keep saying it. And, like, I love that energy for her. But their message was cool. They were saying any woman can feel sexy at any age. And hell,
1: yes. Yes. And I did... I mean, the wedding was beautiful in, yes. like, a very grand way. But yes. I was I was hoping for something a little simpler for Gary and Teresa. And
0: I honestly wonder if maybe, like, maybe they offer this to you, you take it because it's ABC, and then maybe you go home and you – if I were Gary, then I'd go home and do like an intimate thing with like just our family, yeah, and leave Bachelor Nation to their own
1: devices. Yeah, you, know? and you say we were the first golden, you know, and we did the thing, and we're so yeah. historic. I uh, get the free ring from Neil Lane. One of the look things- at that Neil Lane Neil- sparkle. Oh my
0: gosh! One of my favorite things was when Neil Lane took out the rings for Gary, and he goes, "Oh Neil," <laughs> I was like. Gary just never changes. One of my favorite things that he does, I don't know if you picked up on this, but when when Teresa is talking he will like mouth the words that she's saying and it's yes. just like very charming and endearing and adorable and hilarious. And they, both go, and they hilarious. both go oh Gary oh Gary. Oh, They're Teresa. They're they
1: really do make sense. I feel like they look like they are in love. Honestly I revoke what I said about her being a lunatic because She's a little crazy like she's She's a just little... as crazy as I am. But she's crazy in love.
0: Yeah absolutely. And I honestly. Fiance said. <laughs>
1: I honestly just thought that the whole thing was like watching a fucking Car accident because I yes. didn't know what to expect and yes. like that whole Bachelor Nation stuff is so silly. It really is, and it's so but it like, is a nation. It is giving though, like the capital from the Hunger yes. Games. Like, let's bring these elite <laughs> random ass people. Like, what makes Gary and Teresa better than everyone else? Because I, I literally that think Neil Lane Sparkle. That
0: Lane Sparkle and Neil Lane knows what he's doing and he knows his audience. He's like it. It fell from the heavens and the earth below. <laughs> And it's all combined in this one unique ring by Neil Lane, and then he winks at the camera, and his smile flashes, and he's like "Voila!" and Gary starts crying, and you're like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> how did we get here?" Yeah, but it was it was it was corny, but it was cute and it was funny. Like I thought it was a good good enough watch. Oh
1: yeah, you know, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. I wasn't mad at it. No, I'm done with them though. And yeah, I, and the new boy, Joe. Yeah,
0: yeah, Joey... Joey? Joey? Yes, tennis player.
1: Honestly, he seems like he's made, like, girls that are way out of his league cry. And Absolutely. And I, I hate him already. I'm not going to watch him.
0: Lauren, you I, put your foot down so hard. I know. I Now, because you're putting your foot down, I almost feel like I, it's my responsibility to talk you out of it. But I hated I'll do when, that off air.
1: I hated when he got to the wedding and he was wearing, like, his little charming, like, messy green. Like, he's like, well, oh, I'm new here. Like, it looks like he just shuffled out. And they do out. this
0: thing. Like, he's already experiencing it because he's been chosen. And I think he's already been filming and stuff. It might already be done, actually. But he's had his glow up because he was on charity season, and he was cute on that season. But like, there's a difference of him coming in now. Like, he has seen stylists, you know. Yeah, and he has seen himself on TV. I just hope
1: I find love like Gary and Teresa. and you're like, and you're like. You're like, I don't know. Just like that. I feel like you'll be fine, Joey. Yeah. I feel like you didn't need ABC. I just wasn't even that worried about you. What is this? (laughs) It is ABC. (laughs) Of course it is. Like, Teresa and Gary, maybe they needed them, you know? They definitely needed them. You seem like you would have been fine. You would have, you know, talked some nice girl into loving you. I wasn't
0: worried about Joey. No,
1: (laughs) not at all. But
0: that's enough about The Bachelor.
1: Have you been watching anything else? I have not, but I have been conducting some science experiments. Oh, have you been watching anything else? Not really, just salt burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of salt, burn. just
0: like a lot of salt burn. But n- enough about that. So I am a bebe scientist.
1: Yes. Um, I like microdose science. Like oh. I just dabble. Like we release butterflies once yes. a year. I propagate a house plant. I administer an IV medication. It's like, a thing, and then I make little silly hypotheses about what's around me when I can. Yes. Like it's just my own little like you know, lab that I'm running. I love that. So I have done this new hypothesis game that I've been playing silently in my head because one tip about it is don't play it with the person that you made people with. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Pro tip. <laughs> pro tip. So the game is is that you're looking at your child's behavior from a safe distance, right? Mm-hmm. You're overlooking them somewhere where you can have a hot coffee. <laughs> and they're doing something that's, that's very characteristic. Yes. Right? It might be new. It might be old. It might be really, you know, starting to uh, mm-hmm. get to you. Mm-hmm. Or it might be fresh and silly. Yeah. And you're playing a game. You're playing maternal, fraternal, or environmental. Okay. Okay? Is this shit from you? Mm-hmm. Am I the problem? The dad? Mm-hmm. Or the outside influences? Mm-hmm. And that's why you can't play with it with... Because Anybody going to be else. like,
0: you. Because
1: it's so you. easy to point fingers. You know, I am a scientist. I am taking a step back. I am giving an unbiased thought. Yes. I know that a lot of the shit that those two little boss-ass bitches yeah. do has to do with me. Of course. And I know that right Guilty. now it's wearing me down. Yes. But soon, someday, that- it might, like. That scary caterpillar. It'll build leadership.
0: It'll become a butterfly, maybe.
1: (laughs) Maybe. You know? But for now, I'm collecting the research. Research. (laughs) Clinical studies. Doing the data. Yeah. Doing the numbers. I love that. But I think that's
0: important because sometimes I also get worn down, can you believe it, by my kids. (laughs) And I do that thing, too, where I am like, you know, are they actually doing something that is inherently frustrating or am I just frustrated because of my own shit? Yeah, You know?
1: And I also am doing this new thing that when it lands on environmental, I'm like, is this just behavior that they're seeing on them from their peers? Because now they're in an outside situation that I don't control. Yeah. And I know like a six-year-old reporting it about. And maybe they're just kind of, you know, showing us that. Yeah. They're mirroring what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I see, like, a certain little flavor of sass, I'll be like, hey, everything okay? Well,
0: it's like that reminder that, like, any behavior is a form of communication. So even though we might see the behavior for, like, what it is, it might not be rooting in such, like, a black and white reason. Like, a lot of the time there are things that have, you know, come out in such a way that you're like wait, how did this even begin? And you kind of have to do some, like, some research, you know? Exactly. Some self-reflection.
1: And literally, like, one thing that has been coming up a lot that isn't so, like, deep and, you know, communication-based, it's very, very surface level, is that the baby has been pulling her sleeve up. Mm-hmm. Like this, to her to her elbow. Yep. Just constantly, and then she kind of dabs her hand on her, on her forearm. Mm-hmm. I got a tattoo two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The baby is doing what I'm doing. Yes. I clean my tattoo in the morning and then I let it dry out and I leave my my shirt up. She's doing a bit. She is having a, she's learned this from maternal. Yes. Check the box. Yeah, me. And it's not a lasting or useful quality. So therefore, it's short term. Check gonna that phase box out. on your hypothesis. It's yeah. probably going to phase out and we Yeah, but
0: right now you recognize that it is a model of, being around her mom and that's
1: like a way to reframe that and be like that's cute exactly and if you're seeing your child trying to communicate with you in a way that's not effective and maybe they're lashing out a little bit it's not cute like her pulling up her sleeve to pretend that she has a forearm tattoo until you really think about it but it is kind of cute that they're trying to bring it to you they're kind of trying to nudge you in a way that's like hey I need your help with this and I don't know how to ask for it. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. I feel like to be under a roof and be mindful of that is like the first step in, in helping and correcting it. So. Absolutely. That's my little science game tidbit that I've been rolling around with. And sometimes the environmental is that you just have Barbie on all the time. Yeah. Your kids are starting to act. They're starting to become Barbies. They're starting to become Barbies.
0: No, 100%. And, like, in having a son who is nonverbal, I do a lot of thinking about behaviors and what are these meaning, why are they happening. And it has made me quite the scientist as well because I'm like, what does this mean? Where is it coming from? What is this trying to fulfill for him? And those are games that I have to play all day because I want him to feel understood. And isn't that what any kid wants? Whether they're a year and a half old and they have a little bit of language or they're six years old and they have a little too much language. I and am still- 31 years old and have... And A you're little still bit too sometimes much stomping your feet around because you're trying to relay that you're overstimulated and exactly. you just can't say it
1: exactly. And so I feel kids like- have bad
0: days too. Yes. and I think that's something I have to remind myself because I think there's sorry, mom and dad. But there's a little bit of boomer in us that sometimes is like, you know, don't be sassy. Don't be fresh to your parents. But also, aren't you sometimes a little fresh to people around you because you're having a bad day? And like maybe we should, instead of punishing them, talk about, try to say like, do you need a minute? Can we talk about why you are acting this way instead of just immediately like, you know penalizing you for it and yeah. making you feel bad about it because then that creates shame around those
1: feelings that are very valid oh yes and that's the close-up version of the game when you have to actually dispute it but when you get to play the far away version where you just get to see like Ooh, oh she gets angry like I do yes. <laughs> like she was fine and then she snapped and yes. left yes and then even respecting that like there used to be a time where if my daughter left the room and, you know, in a tantrumy way, like yeah. ah, and then left.
0: You felt like you had to follow? I felt
1: like I had to follow her. Yeah. Now I'll be like Do I always wanna be followed? I don't always wanna be followed. I'll be like, Lennon, if you need me, come back out here. Yes. Otherwise Go and take a moment.
0: And I find that that approach is always the best approach. And not to say that I always take the best approach first because that's obviously not the case. But I will say that when Nora specifically is frustrated because I can verbalize her in a way that, you know, if you want me to come talk, we can talk. Or if you need space, you can have space. But you can't, you know, slam your door or you can't do this or that. But, like, I understand you're frustrated. Take some time. And obviously there are situations where you're having these talks and they are not listening and it is not working. And sometimes you just have to be like, no, go take a minute. Yes. Like this is the route that you are taking. You need some time away. Yes. And I think that like you just have to let yourself feel out. How it's going to play out, depending on on the situation.
1: Yes, and the upper hand of being like the generation that made that little angry thing. Yeah, is knowing where it falls. Like, oh, that's how I get angry. Or mm-hmm. like, that's you. I mm-hmm. love, <laughs> which is why you can't play the game with your spouse because yeah. you're like, that's you. Absolutely. But at the same time, you have that upper hand of knowing. Okay, she's frustrated like that because of this. Yeah, cause that's what gets us to that point. And yes. like. I know how to de-escalate that Mm -hmm. because I know... You know that she reacts like you to that. Yes, and like, and I know how you work. Be- you, yeah, like we're <laughs> not a to point fingers, but, but once I, again, it's I a saw solo this,
0: game. <laughs> it's not the first time I've seen this show.
1: <laughs> it gets a little saucy when it's environmental because yeah. you're like, who the fuck taught yeah. her that? This
0: wasn't me. You're just like, hey, this wasn't me. Can someone else fix this? But I think that that's like so important, and it's always reflecting on who we are and how we parent and like it is a constant developing thing like I'm never going to feel like I've learned all I need to learn to be a mom like I don't think you ever stop learning so if you can accept that and kind of roll with that then you're gonna just I think have an easier time Thanks for attending our virtual mom support group with Stephanie
1: and Lauren. Pull up a chair, light the sage. We are going through it. And growing through it. And we're always rooting for you. For me, like especially, like I said, like the seasonal slump just throws me into this feeling further. Because you're more isolated. It's natural.
0: You're grasping at sourdough.
1: So you think of the last interactions you had with people. And you're like, how did they receive that? Are they okay with that? Are they okay with... Me? did they think I sounded silly did I do something stupid yes and it's like maybe they were just like what a nice gal